Maybe you can call the governor and tell him about the hoax. Yeah, it's a hoax. Where's all the patients? Where's the lines of sick people? Okay, let's go. All right, here, here we go. go, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. Um, so today, me and Starfish are going to talk about COVID-19. COVID-19. Um, conspiracies, misinformation, and... Um, victims from all of this. So I'm going to start out with a a victim story. So um, I I actually did not see this one in the news when it came out. So this was one that um, Starfish and I were looking up. Um, But I'm sure there's some people out here that have heard about um, this. And I can never pronounce her name, Starfish. It's a, is it Maja Banasi? Machi, I think. Machi. Machi. Yeah. Machi Benassi. Okay. So this woman um, ended up being like the center of the coronavirus controversy actually in China. Okay. Um, Because like everybody, you know, nobody wants to take the blame for the start of this. So like we're trying to now blame individuals apparently. So this poor lady kind of got sucked into all this crap. Um, so she is actually a U.S. Army reservist, mother of two, um, and she has now become the target of conspiracy theorists who falsely placed her at the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic, saying that she brought the coronavirus to China. So <laughs> I don't know. It's just really crazy. So basically, um, the Chinese Communist Party media is um, basically put up a bunch of, I think they put her, um, they were spreading like false claims across YouTube with her name. Um, Like they they posted like her address, all of her social media, like everything was like plastered all over YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mm -hmm. so like they had to basically like her and her husband, like they had to like delete everything. Um, And then like all these people like were just blasting them on their social media platforms with like all these false conspiracy theory claims. So this one just really sucks. So she like this, and this was at the, probably at the beginning of the pandemic. Like we're talking like April Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when I see the article came in from. Um, So basically like her and her her husband, they have, they just have these government jobs. um, Like, and uh, I think they were, um they were in china let's see competing weren't they it was like some sort of um yeah like a cycling competition there so banasi actually she was in this cycling competition in china um and this was like hosted by wasn't i think it was the city of wuhan where the outbreak happened and so coincidentally they were there um it it doesn't say when it was, but it must have been like around like the the time of the breakout of the coronavirus in China. I think. I think that I think they were there for the the. There's something called the military. They're like the military Olympics, and I think that it was yeah. it was in October. Yeah, so that was like that probably would have been the time 
when the outbreak really did start in in China. It was probably like last fall for sure. So right, twenty nineteen. That makes sense. So basically what happened is she suffered like an accident on the final lap. And so she left with a fractured rib, which that sucks and a concussion. Um, So despite the crash, it says she still finished the race. So good for her. That's awesome. Um, But but then it turned into something worse because then, you know, like the China Chinese media got a hold of it and they just kind of picked her like out, out of random, just cause there was that story of her crash. Mm-hmm. And so they just picked her to pick on and say, Oh my gosh, this U S military personnel brought, um, the coronavirus to China, which is like totally insane. Um, and so all the, you know, then now she's got like China people after her. And then on top of that, then she's got all these weirdos here that are like, Oh my God, this lady, it's true you know, the U S military planted the virus in China, you know, all these like really nut jobs that like, just have nothing better to do than believe everything that's posted online, you know, <laughs> across YouTube, like random YouTube videos from China. Great. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, one of the guys or the guy who spreads it primarily, his name is George Webb. I think he has a, 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 a YouTube channel and um, <clears throat> he connected them with this DJ also called Benassi because, well, they're both named the same. And he, you know, it, it, he was in another country that had a big breakout. And so, well, there you go. It's just this connection. They just had the same last name. That's it. And the DJ came out later and he's like, I don't have anything to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. So now it's like, not only are we targeting this lady who's completely a hundred percent innocent, like, and I mean, she had, she didn't even have the coronavirus or any symptoms at all whatsoever. Right. Um, so now we're also going to target anybody with the last name Benassi. We're just going to go after the Benassis, everybody. Right. Like, right. So they started the coronavirus. Look out. I know. I feel so bad for this family. I, right. I have a, a little clip here. If you want to listen to, yeah okay let's listen to it execute them by firing squad we need to be killing these key people these people will get a bullet to the skull it's unreal and the danger he put us in unreal okay hello everyone this uh march 20th here conspiracy theory has even reached china Webb has been featured in media controlled by the Chinese Communist Party, which has sought to deflect blame for the coronavirus. Have you been able to get help, protection from from law enforcement? Because they're not direct threats where they say, you know, we're coming to kill the Benassis tonight. Um, There's not a lot that they, they can actually do. And then they say, you know, go talk to a civil attorney. So we did. For folks like us, it's just too expensive to to litigate something like this. Could you talk me through the specific evidence you have that that she is, is, as you described, uh, coronavirus patient zero? Yeah, um, well, I have to... um, There's a lot of circumstantial evidence, and then there's a source here that I cannot uh, reveal. So, specifically on on Masha Benassi... Well, I have a source at the Fort Belvoir Community Hospital... And she, she actually works at, where I have someone saying that she works at the Fort Belvoir Community Hospital and she tested positive for uh, the coronavirus. 
she denies that. She denies that? Does she deny that she works at the Fort Belvoir Community Hospital? She denies that she's had the coronavirus, that she has any symptoms of the coronavirus. Um, she and her husband don't have the coronavirus. Yeah, that was that is a crazy one. Yeah. Just one last thing about this story, which is that they put up a GoFundMe page because in the clip they talk about how they don't have enough money really to sue somebody. And they've um, talked to other people who have sued for defamation and it costs a fortune. Like they said up to $300,000, this other couple said it, it costs them. Oh my <laughs> and God. so they put up a GoFundMe to try to get this um, out. They said our simple cease and desist letter sent by our attorney to our harasser which I think they considered George Webb, but I'm not sure that the conspiracy guy um, was $1,700. And to write that letter, we had to put up a $2,500 retainer. So they were able to get that much on um, GoFundMe so far. My attorney told us that initiating a civil lawsuit would take an additional $10,000 retainer and upwards of $125,000 in total costs. And like I said, recently we spoke with an individual who successfully won a similar harassment suit and his attorney fees were over 300000 Wow. I know. And then it says, you know, it, it goes into the updates and, and they're talking about, we're hoping that this gets out more. And then, uh, as I mentioned, they talk about Section 230 and, and it's called the Communications Decency Act. So that was an update as of December 18th that he put that up. So that's pretty recently, just this last couple weeks and so yeah and this is for the banasis right like they're trying to mm -hmm. to get there that just really sucks i mean that's just like basically life ruining money i mean who has three hundred thousand dollars sitting around to fight lawyers nobody has that you know well and i i mean they're gonna have to try to get this from other people and then i think of others who have been able to get a ton of money um by doing things that they probably shouldn't have been doing in the first place we can probably you know i'm thinking of kyle rittenhouse the the kid who went up to kenosha and shot right yeah people he raised two million dollars like boom overnight just wow. crazy amounts of money because it was so publicized and yet these poor people who are their lives are in danger you know yeah and, um, absolutely they did nothing nothing you know right they can't even they their their gofundme i think the maximum amount they've gotten as of today is 1785 dollars that's it that sucks. Yeah. Anyway. That does suck. Mm -hmm. We should put their GoFundMe up on our little thing yeah. for people if they want. You know, I that, agree. It's just bullshit. It is bullshit. It is total bullshit to have to, to, have to crowdsource your legal funds so that your life isn't ruined. It's just yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Another one that um i was looking at was the florida taxi driver that believed that the claims that he claimed that the coronavirus was a hoax I, I thought it was maybe the government was trying something that and it was kind of like a kind of like a, they threw it out there to kind of distract us he has the facebook post to prove it downplaying the seriousness and sticking to his faith saying God is bigger than this virus will ever be. I was, I'd get up in the morning and pray and, and trust in God for his protection. 
And I just leave it at that. It was like a, all, all these masks and gloves. And I thought that, it, you know, it looked like just a hysteria. Um, he, he said that, that he read claims online that the virus was fabricated and linked to the 5G or similar to the flu. So again, you know, these people are like YouTube surfing. Right. Which I've been guilty of, but I, I do try to at least like research it just a little bit more than just like being like, okay, I'm going to believe that now. Yeah, that's, that's pretty insane. But anyway, right. um, so this couple, I guess they didn't follow any health guidance or seek any help. Um, they got sick in early May. Um, Brian actually did recover, but unfortunately his 46 year old wife passed away from it the complications because she had some underlying heart conditions. So unfortunately he lost her to that. Um, and I mean, he's, he told the BBC, it looks like um, he said that it's basically he, the cost of coronavirus misinformation at the time, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so that just sucks. I mean, I guess his wife was a pastor in Florida. Huh? Um, you know, and she suffered from asthma and sleeping disorder. So I'm just going to go off on a little tangent here. So, I mean, I work on the front lines and, um, I received the vaccine last week. Um, I did not have any reaction, you know, like the cabal, I don't think had anything to do with my vaccine. So honestly, um, I can say like some of my coworkers had like some real mild, ish symptoms from getting the vaccine. And the thing is, I, I, I really feel like just your um, makeup, your DNA and everything has something to do with how you react to this stuff. You know, like Hmm. some people are just more prone to having stuff like that. Um, I had a coworker tell me that he had, um, he had like a a light nausea feeling. There was another coworker that said that too, for like a day, they were just slightly nauseous and then Hmm. it went away. Um, but he had like muscle aches, like his muscles were kind of tight for a day and then that went away. But he said it lasted like maybe like a day after, and then he was totally fine. That sounds Um, a lot less harsh than the tetanus shot, which hurts your arm for a long time. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like, he said that his arm was sore for like an hour after he's like, it, it felt like, you know, when I was a little kid and my brother punched me in the arm and gave me a dead arm. But other than that, I mean, I, I think people are getting like some mild reactions like that, but I, I think you can also get those reactions from the flu shot as well. Right. So a lot of people say that they say, Oh, I get sick after the flu shot yet. We still take it every year because it's less worse than the actual flu. Yes. Like you're, you're trying to condition your body to be able to fight whatever this is off so that you don't get the serious sickness to it. Um, so what, what it is, it's a cycle of two shots are about a month apart. Um, so I'm going to go, you know, from a second dose, like in three weeks or something. Um, and so the first dose is kind of an introductory dose. Uh, the second dose is a, a lot stronger. So, you know, it might be a little bit worse with, you know, the symptoms that people get with the second one. So I'll definitely report back on that. Um, cause I think, you know, the truth needs to be out there. So, cause I really do believe in this vaccine. I think, 
everyone, sh- there's no reason why people should not get it unless there, you know, there's people that have a lot of weird allergies out there too, you know, that they react to everything under the sun. So yeah, I could see those type of people being a little bit more, con- you know, not, not so wanting to, to try it or do it, you know, like be scared to do it. Right. So, and that's what the flu shot. I mean, if you, they ask you like, do you have allergies, you know, for uh, like eggs or, you know, th- chicken or, you know, like they ask if you have certain allergies when you take your flu shot. So right. I think it's kind of the same thing with the COVID vaccine. So, and I just think it's the, the going to be the best bet for us to get out of this thing. You know, like we have so many people that are so screwed over, you know, people can't find work. They're, you know, living in really bad conditions right now. They're really suffering. Right. Well, we were just given $600, though, so we're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Woo! Moscow Mitch. <laughs> I Nobody really likes that guy. Nobody I hate likes him that. so much. I, I really hate him. Oh, I cannot believe he blocked that. And it's not like that was even that much more for the people who've been suffering this whole time. I mean, we're lucky. We have jobs. But... <laughs> right. Wow, thanks. This one lady's like, that ain't even enough to pay my rent. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not enough to pay anybody's rent unless you're living in a bedroom or something by yourself. Even then, it's still expensive. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like such a ridiculously stupid amount. I mean, it's better than nothing, but. It is. It's almost an insult. It is. It is almost an insult. It's a weird number too. Six hundred dollars. Where do they get yeah, that? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Where do you? Where did that come from at all? I have no idea. I have no idea. But I think you know, there's some. I hear a lot of people saying, "When is this going to end? When are when are they? They? When I say they, I don't know who they mean, but I think they mean the governors and the people who are in charge yeah. of kind of making these things. You know, when are they going to let us out? When is this going to end? And my thought is when everybody's vaccinated, right? So, right. Yeah. I mean, don't you have to hit a certain amount of people before it's yeah. like or whatever? Yeah. 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 Like, it's like numbers definitely need to go way down. Like we don't want to see a whole lot of hospitalizations or anything like that. Right. Um, and then you can be like, yeah, we're going to reopen everything now because people are, you know, not going to pass it to everybody. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And I understand the fears around vaccinations, but I love that people are doing it on online. So even a lot of the senators, Lindsey Graham, Marco Rubio, of course, Biden and, and Harris and all of them have taken their vaccinations. Pence, I think, too. And so I think that helps because then people yeah. see it. Oh, you're getting it. And you didn't die. <laughs> right. And, that's not to say nobody dies from vaccinations. Uh, it happens. It's like one in right. a million, but it happens. And I still think that the, you know, it's still worth it though. Yeah. Because, you know, the chances of you getting COVID are much higher than that. And the chances of you dying of COVID are much higher than that, than dying from the vaccine. I, I did have somebody say, Oh, did you know you have a one in 10 chance of dying from the vaccination? And my, my head exploded. Like, right. where what? did you get this information? Yeah. I'm 
dig that up. And then also, why would you think that would be true? Why would they be giving you something that would kill you more easily than the thing itself? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's kind of crazy to me and totally insane that, you know, some of these like things that people believe about all of this, it's, it's just super crazy to me. Yeah. It's like, feels like a general mistrust of, of science, of, of health. You know, um, I, a lot of the people that I know are anti-vaxxers are also anti-doctor. They don't go to the doctor unless it's an emergency. And then thank God right. the doctors are there. Um, oh, yeah. And, and as I've said before, I hate to make, I hate to make fun and dismiss their fears. I don't want to dismiss their fears. I want to talk to them about their fears and walk them through and say, listen, I don't want, I don't want a vaccination. When I, when I take my kids in, I don't want them to be shot. It hurts and it hurts them and it traumatizes them a little, you know? Right. Yeah. But I have to trust these people and I have to trust that they know what they're doing because I, I mean, I guess it's just, I don't fear that it's another fun conspiracy that we'll have to dive into, which is that they're putting chips in us or that these are going to kill us or something. Yeah. Yeah. That one we should definitely talk about. Um, Yeah. It goes back to the lizard people and you know how much I like talking about the lizard people. So (laughs) yes, absolutely. (laughs) Oh boy. Anyway. Well, thanks for sharing your story about your vaccination. I think that helps people understand it too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I really don't feel, I did not feel like it's an unsafe thing to do at all. Like I was, I was fine with it. Cause I honestly, I, I cannot wait to, you know, be able to see some friends again and hug people again. Um, Cause I'm like all by myself here. So yeah. <laughs> And it's getting old, so. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people feel that way. I think a lot of people want to give hugs, you know. Uh, it's really hard not to be around other people. Um, <clears throat> do, you, how, do you normally take, do you normally do vaccinations? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would they not let you back to work unless you took it? Uh, no, they're not doing that. I mean, so what? what most, because that's another thing that, you know, false information is, you know, they're like, oh, well, they're not going to let me go back to work if I don't get the vaccination. That's not true. They can't force people to do it. Hmm. Um, if you refuse to do that, like, then you just have to wear a mask at all times, which we're already doing anyway. So like some of them are just not doing it for that reason. But like the the people that I work around, most of them, pretty much all of them have taken the vaccine already. Like pretty much all of my coworkers have done it. Um, Cause like some of them have had a lot of scares like really bad scares. Um, we actually almost lost a few people too because like they got so sick from it. Yeah. Wow. That they almost died and they were like terrified, Yeah, which is terrifying for us. Cause I mean, I, I really do like some of the people that I work with, believe it or not. And <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it would be terrible to lose anybody, you know, like any coworker from that. So um, I think the people that are more apprehensive about it, um, coincidentally, one of my coworkers is uh, Native American. Mm. And so she's really apprehensive about it, actually. Yeah. And right. I can totally understand her point of view, but she's also allergic to a lot of things. Mm. So, I mean, I those are the only people I've come across that are like apprehensive about it, you know? Yeah. They're just worried that they might have a really bad reaction or something. But yeah. 
I mean, we do have, they make you stand, you know, they do make you stay there for 15 minutes for observation. Hmm. So like if you were going to have like an, hopefully not, but like if you had an anaphylactic shock, you know, reaction there, there, there's plenty of people around that could jump in and help if they needed to. Well, that's so, good. That's good. I just think, I think it's totally a hundred percent safe how they're doing it. So, so do you still have to wear masks then until you get oh, the yeah. third one? Right. Even after that, I, I don't know that we'll stop wearing masks on the front line. Um, but for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I do don't know you when you have trouble breathing in your mask. Um, you know, it gets, it does get kind of annoying, you know, having it on your face, like every single second all day. Uh, but we pretty much have gotten used to it. Yeah. I hate them. I, I, I never go anywhere yeah. where you need a mask. Cause I hate it so much. I have glasses and they just, it's like fogs them all up. <laughs> can't wear it. I walk around with them up on my head. Cause I, I can't, um, yeah, I know so I, I hate them and I know people hate them and I know people, I, you know, they say like, if you don't want to, um, be exposed, then don't go outside. Well, I think it's the opposite. If you don't want to wear a mask, then don't go outside. Right. You know? Yeah. Don't go to the store then, you know, like don't go in a store. Right. Just yeah. order it online. You can order everything online. I was already doing that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you can even have liquor delivered. So there you go. You can have oh, everything. Here. I don't know if everywhere has that, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know either. But it was a priority. <laughs> yes, you have. I mean, it, you need you need the the things to get you through too. I mean, this has been kind of a miserable year. So all the, I mean, I was looking at all the things I bought. And I'm like, why did I buy that? I'm thinking it would help me get through. But this has just been rough. And I know everybody's just so ready for it to be over. And I'm I'm really glad that they have a f- stupid vaccine finally, and that. That are we can see the end of the tunnel. I, I've heard somewhere in June or or um, hopefully not as long as the fall, but I've heard around summertime it should be. Yeah, I think yeah. Dr. Fauci said that. Yeah, yeah. So I I'm hoping to God that that's the case, so we can get people a little bit, you know, in a better situation for sure. Right. People, are, right. it's really bad. Like I just can't believe our our crappy ass government just sits there, you know. It's like holding everyone hostage. It, it, yeah, it does feel like that. And I know that they, they're just doing the best they can. And also they're backing off on things that they're like, Hey, you know, we don't want to, you know, if you want to do it, go ahead. And you're putting people at risk. But I, one interesting thing about this that I learned is that this is a public health issue, not a personal health issue. And a public health issue is a little different, like seatbelts, drunk driving. Those are public health issues too. And it's because yeah. of how it, it, it can serious. I think of uh, those zombie movies, you know, where that's a public health issue, you know, because it can spread so quickly that it can literally wipe out the whole planet. And I just, we have no context of that because we've never experienced anything like that, but same thing. It's it dry, drunk driving kills like a lot of people. So does COVID, you know, because of your behavior around other people. It's not, just you it's how you're interacting with other people and i i don't again i don't want to make them feel <sighs> dismiss those those feelings of not wanting and feeling like your freedoms are being taken away but also we have to be conscious of of our fellow human beings you know 
Absolutely. Yep. Definitely. And, and, and as a segue, why are they so willing to uh, reject the vaccination, but take other things like other things that are really unhealthy for them? Like, Oh yeah. Hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> yeah. Hydroxychloroquine and a little bit of where Trump may have gotten some of this information. Thanks everyone for listening to Real Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. We look forward to having you on our next one.